Well, good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of October 24th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hey, everyone. And might sound weird because we're all three in person. Yes. We are. Yay. Fun times. Fun times. I'm adjusting to the lovely 60 degree weather. I don't know. I think it's a little colder than It's 60 a little colder today. than that, there, buddy. 50 degrees. Up now there. it's I'll 50. Give, yesterday was yeah. a nice 60, 70 degrees. Yeah, it's, it's a little colder today. It's a nice, wet, rainy Missouri day. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, it was good to see you guys in person. It is. It's been too long. It has. <laughs> it's like a great reunion, you know? It's one of those reunions that you haven't seen people in a while, and you're like, oh, my God, I talk to you all the time, but we finally get to do this in person. Let's see. Yeah, the last time we saw each other was 2014. It was when we were all in Japan. Yeah, so about five years now. Yeah, you had way longer hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It's a little spiky now. It's all spiky now. I actually wish I had hair that thick. (laughs) I'm mildly jealous. It's all the Asian. It's all the Asian hair that I have. I used to have longer hair. Well, I had much longer hair also because I used to be able to tie it back. But now I have shorter hair because I am an office worker going for the man. Uh, Well, yeah. Have we been? Good. Busy. I know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're well aware of your busyness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what have we been listening to then, as of late? It's been a while since I've talked to you, Gray, about that, so why don't we start with you? Let's see. I've mostly been listening to this week's Music Corner, which we'll get to, and I've been listening to uh, just some various stuff on the way into town, like uh, some Rude Alpha, uh, Generations... I was listening to some of that, some Fantastics. Just a hodgepodge of stuff, nothing too particular, nothing that stands out. What about you, Luna? What have I been listening to? Well, a hodgepodge of stuff because I was trying to pick out songs for the wedding and I just started listening to random things like M-Flow, Ayumi Hamazaki, Kodokumi, Boa, Crystal K, Jasmine, Huna, FX, and just a lot of random random songs oh some may jay because everyone knows i love garden (laughs) yes we do (laughs) so just a lot of random ones i can't name songs specifically just because it's been all over the place but if you really wanted me to it'd be chanmina doctor jasmine hands up agadu boa everlasting quincy universe crystal k forever m flow miss you Flow. Oh, Rewind, because I got some Crystal K in there, Ayumi, Vogue, Boys and Girls, Heaven, uh, Kodokumi, Sendo Kotoba, Universe, Taboo. So very hodgepodge of stuff, especially hearing all the different artists and the genres. It's a big mix. So what about you, Ken? What have you been listening to? I've been listening the hell out of Ana Aiba's new single, <laughs> Lead the Way. Uh, expect a, a lovely review next week sometime. I have no idea when that's going to be posted, but it, it should be up there. I am disappointed that we won't be able to talk about it more. They, she just missed it. I think it was like 13 or something. But that was to be expected. It is an anime song, and unfortunately, some anime songs don't quite get there. But it's interesting nonetheless. Besides that, I've been listening to a lot of this week's musical of course also and then a bunch of akb songs actually before we head on to the news wanted to talk about the thing that we watched earlier (laughs) so as we lead into that we watched a lovely lovely akb48 concert it was for the seibu dome it was their first dome concert that they did back in lovely lovely 2011 so eight years ago so about eight years ago now and i wanted to actually see your opinion about this gray because honestly you can take any one of those songs (laughs) and plug it in here as a new song and it doesn't change it does not change at all in my opinion but I wanted to see your appeal of it. No, I, I actually agree with you. I, especially most of the songs that we listen to, they like you could have swapped out Sustainable for any of those, and you wouldn't really know that <laughs> that, that Sustainable is a song in 2019. Like, it's just... This is why. This is why. <laughs> I finally understand. This is why. I agree with this, because after watching the concert, it was fantastic. Their outfit changes, the vocals, you know, the energy. However... The songs felt interchangeable. 
Yes, they really do. And they do blend together. There are some that really stand out from the others, such as River. However, you really do notice that now 2019 Sustainable could easily fit in that concert that happened eight years ago. You look at a lot of their other songs, same thing. They would just fall right back in in that concert eight years ago and you would not know. I thought Quays to do Fortune Cookie was in there. It was not. Yeah, that comes what, two years later? 2013? Yeah. So that shows when I was listening, like, oh, is this Quays to do Fortune Cookie? Yeah, no, it wasn't. But you know what? They sounded like it could easily fit there. So they, it's so interchangeable. But the production was stellar the uh stage was pretty freaking cool if oh, i do it, say so myself the uh, um like, like the makeshift school that they had that was platformed out in the lights it was a shame that they only partially used that because they use it mostly in the opening and then they used it just a little bit they used it a little bit throughout the performance and they used it again at the end in, in the final song yeah so i mean the stage itself was I agree. It was fantastic. It was one of the most extravagant and beautiful stages I've ever seen. Their outfits were amazing. The outfit changes they did, the consistency. I was not expecting an outfit change literally in between each song. <laughs> yes. And they did it with such a great flow that you wouldn't even realize. I mean, how they switched out all the different groups. Oh, there was a couple of times where I, like, I thought I saw like a person in one song and then in the next song in a different outfit and it's just like no time in between i was like i don't know how you got an outfit yeah it's amazing seeing a three-hour concert like that where all the girls kept up their energy the whole time all their dancing their vocals i mean that's something not easy making those outfit changes on top of it the the girls did something we weren't able to do the whole thing in one setting (laughs) we had to break it up yeah (laughs) i mean just seeing something like that alone um and i'm not a big idol person i guess you could say like i like some of their songs however this really got me into a different perspective and appreciation for what they did and yes it was eight years ago however seeing all the things those girls do that's not an easy performance to do i mean three hours in there numerous switches all the groups working together they were so great at communicating the crowd what loved it i mean seeing that big of a studio dome and it they can put on a show and i we were all very interested in it and really wrapped up that you know two hours pass and you don't even know i waved goodbye at the end of it yeah i noticed (laughs) you were sitting right beside me of course you i try not to but i I noticed (laughs) so i mean that dome is their best concert in my perspective and that's why i got it and i was making sure that we were able to watch it because i love the tokyo dome that performance that they did they have a lot more songs that i actually like but the seibu don't is probably their best performance stage performance overall because just the atmosphere of everything that's going on like the stage production everything Mm -hmm. is on point for this Mm -hmm. for this performance and as much as i love the tokyo dome one because they did do a lot of other songs that either wasn't produced yet or wasn't as popular so like they did hashiri penguin in the tokyo dome one but the difference between that one was the tokyo dome one didn't have that song produced yet at the time but they also had majisuka gakuin stuff which was always really really good and you know it's it's it comes down to just overall performance, in my opinion. That's why I really, really wanted you guys to watch this one in particular. But yeah, I guess with that, let's move on to some of the release news here. I'll be starting off this week's news corner. Uh, we have, starting off with Bespa Kumamero. They have a brand new single out. It's called Ninja Hanakage. So Ninja Flower Shadow for, for the uneducated <laughs> if you're not familiar with Bespa, they are a electronic performance unit so they have a very interesting and unique sound uh we do it's a digital release it is up on youtube and you can check it out for yourself on the site so if you go to the site check it out that'd be great it looked interesting and i was i'm very interested in this electronic performance unit yes edm is yeah. taking more of a rise now mm-hmm. yeah with that let's move on to our next article here and it's that the popular alt idol group gang parade released the music video for their upcoming track rep you on their official youtube channel this is going to be the lead track for the group's first upcoming album love parade dropping on november 13th and it was actually directed by ryo ichikawa of koei inc and it it shows very much show how just out of the ordinary these girls are and i just love it it's very 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 good if you guys 
guys want to see more of the music video in question can go to our site and as previously announced they will have two editions which you can also pre-order on the site too. Rock band Lenny Code Fiction have revealed they're going to be providing the second ending for the super popular or at least it's popular statewide shonen anime Fire Force. The new ending is going to be titled Nonai. It's going to be released in two editions, and the physical edition is going to be dropping on December 11th. Uh, they should be getting close to the second core soon in the anime, so in a couple of weeks we should be able to hear it first time. Unfortunately, if you want to hear it, there's only like a little preview for it. I do have that link in the article, so you can check that out. And if you want to go ahead and pre-order the song, you can. It's going to be dropped in a limited and standard edition, and the limited is going to come with a bonus DVD. Yeah, that's pretty good. I've actually started watching fire force i watched the first two episodes and i'm enjoying what i'm seeing so far you're just now telling me this i don't watch anime man we we could have been talking about this for two days we you brought fire force up yesterday actually because the director who did soul eater did this if i'm correct yes yes yeah oh it's fantastic i still haven't seen soul eater but i'm really far behind in my anime i'm still stuck in a couple years ago uh, Soul Eats is great too. <laughs> but yeah, Fire Force is fantastic. But yeah, continuing on up, it is the lovely vocalist Marco Martez announced that he will be dropping his next album, Circles, on December 4th. And he also released the music video for his lead track, The Lore, on his official YouTube channel. And it's very, very interesting. This will be his third album overall, and it'll be his last album since Kino back in November of last year. And you guys can check out more information about that and the music video in question on our site. He is a very, very interesting vocalist. I think you would really like him, Luna. I'll have to check him out. He sounds really interesting. As soon as I, you know, like you were discussing him and his name, it got me very intrigued just because he sounds like he's going to have a little something different to bring to the table. But yeah. Okay, and continuing on up, it is the lovely five-member rock uh, rap group Doberman Infinity announced that they will be releasing a brand new single called We Are The One and Zuto on December 27th. This will be their latest release since their Best Of Album 5 back in June, earlier in the year, and will be the group's ninth single overall, which is very, very interesting as they put a lot of their vocal range into test, which you can check out more on the site there. It will release with two editions, and you can check out the music video for for their best of album five on the site as well, which was really good. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I wanted to check this out, but never got the chance. I'm really excited for this, especially since I feel like my mind was just blown because I came to the realization, thanks to Ken, that Doberman Infinity used to be Doberman Inc., who I had been a fan of for quite some time and not really had that realization for some reason. Welcome <laughs> to the club. So I'm very excited for them, and I'm so happy that they have been doing very, very well in industry as of late, especially since they, I feel like, are definitely seniority in industry. Or a little bit seniority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least for the, the, the aughts, anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the next one. So, Japanese rock band, uh, Wageki Band, have announced that they're going to be dropping a brand new EP titled React. This is going to be their very first release since joining the Universal Music record label, which I didn't even know they had a record shift change until I did the article. So that was a very fun fact to learn. But this will be their brand. This will be their very first release since that transition. It's going to be titled React. I think I already said that. And it's going to be dropped on December 4th. It's going to come in three editions, a standard, a limited edition with a DVD, and then a limited edition with a book. It's a 64 page book that documents the band's concerts. So if you want to check that out, you can check it out on the site. If you've never heard of a Geki band, you can check out their music video for Synchro synchronicity on the site as well it's interesting because they were signed to avix beforehand so i wonder what made them do the change to universal yeah i don't know that, that is interesting I, I wonder if their contract was up and they just decided to switch or if something else happened but it's very interesting that they're switching from one big label to another big label so they could have been felt like they were getting screwed over on like proceeds or something maybe but usually avix takes care of their their yeah. artist yeah i mean or it could have been like it could have been an open bidding for a contract could be. And Universal could have just been higher because Waigeki uh, Band has been doing very well lately, and that could have been a big, you know, well, pull for that. They ha they also have a growing popularity in the in the West. They do. I've noticed. Popular vocalist Aidi Suzuki announced that she will be releasing a brand new album titled I on December 18th. This will be her latest album since Do Me a Favor 
back in June of last year and will be her second solo album overall. What's very interesting is it will release with a total of two editions, which you can check out more on the site. And yeah, you can check out her latest music video for Escape on the site as well. I'm looking forward to this. I've been really liking Aidy Suzuki as of late. But yeah, you can check out more stuff about her on the site and the pre-order links should be available by the time it's up. Continuing on up, it is the lovely vocal reel. Announced that she'll be dropping a brand new album called Kinjito on January 22nd. And this will be the latest release done by her since her EP Bunmei back in March of um, this past year and will be her second full over full album overall not much is known except it will include the latest track hype mode which she has released digitally earlier last week you can check out more information about the album on our site and of course she also is doing a lovely tour so if you guys are in japan during that time you can check out all the lovely dates for that as well and if not you can check out the lovely music video for phantom me on her site as well that looks interesting it does and actually, looking at her tour dates, I might be in Japan around that time next year. I won't. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> so maybe. I'll send we, you my blessing. Maybe if Ken's going to go around that time, we can all go together and see Aidi and Shibuya. Mm-hmm. I wish I could. But yeah, continuing on up, it is the lovely, lovely five-member idol group Saiba announced that they will be making their major label debut with the popular record label Victor Entertainment, and they'll be releasing a brand new album called Tokyo on January 22nd, which will serve as their major label debut. Actually, this has come as a surprise for most because I honestly thought they were done. <laughs> a lot of their members left, but I guess they gained new ones over the time during that. Probably, yeah. Uh... They actually came to Hawaii one time for a free concert, and it was interesting. (laughs) I love the way you said that. They look very interesting. I've actually never heard of them until we just, you know, this article came up. Yeah, so, I mean, you can check out the lovely track Sayonara Flashback on our site, and you can check out all the news about it also on the site, too. I do have a question. Are they more techno, or are they more, like, EDM? How would you describe their style? Eurobeat? It's more EDM idol. EDM idol. Okay. Uh, Just to give me an idea of what they are, because as it's a group I've never heard of, I was just curious. And next on up, apparently you have a sister out there, Luna. Oh, I do. Well, I do, because someone else has the name Luna as well. Someone's trying to take my name. Yeah. You can only be one Luna here. Yeah, you can't have to go Highlander on her, right? Highlander Mortal Kombat. (laughs) But yeah, the popular vocalist Luna Haruka will be dropping a music video for her track Glory Days on her official YouTube channel. Just released this past week, and this will be used as her latest release since her album Luna Joel back in December of last year and it's actually going to be used as a theme song for the upcoming anime movie Sai Kano How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend Fine on October 26th. If you guys are fans of that anime, you should know that she also did the opening theme song for the series that originally aired back in 2015. A release with three editions, which you can check more information about that on the site. You can pre-order all the lovely links on the site as well. All right, moving on to the next article, we're going to talk about a group that we're also going to talk about a little later on. So Uberworld have revealed they're going to be dropping a brand new album called Unsur on December 4th. So pretty much right around the corner. This is actually going to be their first album in over two years because their last album was called Tycoon, Tycoon and it was released on August 7th of 2017. So it's been a while since they've dropped a brand new album and they're going to have all of their recent singles on there like Odd Future, Good and Evil, To Eat and, and Touch Off. It's going to be dropped in three editions total. You can, for all the particulars, they are on the site and along with their song Touch Off because I didn't I didn't even know they had a new song between here and there so you can check all that out on the site I'm very curious to see about this new album I know we'll talk about Uberworld a little bit later however you can see a little bit of a change in Eden and you kind of wonder what's going to happen with this new album and I want to see what they're going to do with it I I just don't know in which way they're going to go it's like it's like a coin they kind of flip heads or tails of what 
kind of style they want to do. We'll talk more about this with their latest song also. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it nonetheless because Uvorod is a guilty pleasure of mine. They were one of the reasons why I got into Japanese music. Yeah, D Techno Life. D Techno Life, indeed. But yeah, last off for the release news to celebrate the release of his solo track Noritaki Kenashi dropped the music video for his track GG Stand Up on Universal's official YouTube channel more famously known for his comedy acts he's actually been a staple in the Japanese industry overall it's actually going to be one of the tracks for his debut single Kenashi Funk Nori 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 that released this past week a bit short it actually had a lot a lot of cameos from other AVEX artists you can check out more about that on the site it's actually really streaming also so it's actually really streaming also i didn't know that was gonna happen (laughs) that's funny it's a really fun song so we were watching it this morning actually and was i asleep you're probably asleep it was me and ken down here i watched it i think twice and it got me very interested in him just because he's an older singer and it's a very funky style to say the least and it's a fun video there's only a short version out there but it really gets you interested in the costume designs are fantastic and if you check out our site you'll learn a little bit of uh, a little bit more about kinashi noritake and why the costumes are as unique as they are in that video i will say he looks swag in the in the thumbnail oh yeah super swag yeah (laughs) it is available digitally across apple music and spotify so go check it out if you guys have the chance and i'll also, check out that video on our site because there's some interesting cameos in that. See mm-hmm. if you can catch them all. Yep, that indeed. All right, our last new release news for the week. Popular idol group Exile and Exile the Second have revealed they're going to be dropping a brand new single titled I Know Tame Ni For Love For A Child slash Shunkan Eternal on January 1st of 2020. And this is the first single that they have dropped in over a year. <laughs> it's interesting that you call them an idol. <laughs> I wouldn't call Exile an idol. I kind of understand no, I mean, I where understand. we would get it, though, because Dance they're like units? a boy. I would say singing dance unit yeah, or group, or group unit yeah. um, i mean to me i just to me they're like male idols well i mean i guess because you know like e-girls they're the boy version of e-girls but i don't consider e-girls idols i consider them a girl unit yeah. more than idols i don't know but everyone has their own uh, thing I, that they call oh, them that, that's but true. i do love me some exile and i'm glad they're back yeah, and we were just talking about what was going on with them too. So yeah, because like tw- like they must have been listening to us all of 2018. They they did drop Love of History on the 3rd of January, which is a digital only. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even quite count as a physical release. But yeah, 2019 has been a very quiet year for them. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. But they're coming back. So the way that's going to work is the first song is going to I know Tame Ni for love for a child that's going to be exile and then shunkan eternal is going to be exile the second hmm, this ought to be very interesting excited to check this out yep it's going to be in two editions and if you do want to check out their song love of history you can check it out on the site i did post that because that was a that was a fan fantastic song moving on to normal news uh we're going to start with a slightly depressing one <laughs> coming <laughs> someone's happy <laughs> Um, coming off of the heels of their last single, I didn't even put this in the article, but I'm fairly certain it's Last Orgy, right? Yeah. Yep. Last Orgy. So, coming off the heels of their upcoming single, Last Orgy, they have, a Billy Idol has announced that they are disbanding officially. This is, this is it, the last hurrah. They're going on a tour for Last Orgy, and that, that, after that tour ends in December, they are done. And... No one knows why. It's not been stated. After the last tour, the producer is going to give an interview, and that's that's where they're going to explain what happened. But until then, we don't know. Billy Idol, there they are no more. Very disappointing. Time to play they taps. S- <laughs> they seemed like they were going somewhere, actually. Yeah. But it makes sense where they said the last orgy, because it sounds like it is a last tour. You know, it lasts in it, so it hints it. Something's going on. The last hoorah. <laughs> But they didn't want to do something typical for an ending name, so I understand they wanted to do something different, but that was a little much, you know. All out attack, I guess. Uh, They could have did the last idol. (laughs) Trademark by Akimoto. Trademark by Akimoto. A month after reporting that she would be taking a hiatus once again, the popular 48 member 
Jurina Matsui announced that she will return back to the 48 system once again. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> After a total shutdown of all SNS communication to the public, Matsui took to the Twitters this past week saying she has returned from her hiatus and she'll be in full swing once again. She'll be a part of the Nagoya Motor Show in late November and she apologizes to the fans stating that Due to her feeling weak during the last summer, and she thought it would be better to take a break to rejuvenate herself, and that she will do her best to fight for that main spotlight once again. I call BS. I call BS. Probably I, this is PR speak left, right, front, and center. I don't even know what to say because I'm not in. I don't pay attention enough to the idle news to even comment on this, but I, I really like hearing your guys' opinions on this matter. I'm glad she's back, I guess. I was always glad that she's back, but seems weird. She's gone for a month, came back. Will she be gone again in a couple months? Who knows? The tough Japanese winners got to her this time of year. <laughs> Maybe they did. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Well, you know, the thing is, it, it just so happens to line up right next to Shinoda Mariko's wedding this past week also, and then she was also a part of that wedding. So it kind of just lines up nicely that... She announced her hiatus, and then boom, the next day, Mariko gets married. And she's in that wedding. A lot of the photos have her in it. Well, I mean, they were in 48 for years together. Yes. Yeah, so you know they're really good friends. And who else would you ask of people being that good of friends with you? So, <clears throat> you know, they're your partner in crime, the person you hang out with the most, you, you know, so. So, I... I have no idea what's going on with Jurina. I have no idea what's going on with 48 in general. But, you know, AKS, they can kind of, they're kind of just on their last rope right now. I have no idea what they're doing. And once they do finally implode, so to speak, it'll be interesting to watch the fallout. <laughs> well, Where's my popcorn? Yep. Let's sit back. Enjoy the ride. I'd prefer a burrito, but that's just me. Popcorn, some wine or beer to go with that. Just sit there and watch the fallout. Watch Twitter. I just want a beef and bean burrito. Have my 3D glasses on. Just eat that popcorn and burrito all up. The more I talk about it, the more I really want it. <laughs> but yeah, with that, let's continue on up to the music corner. And this week, Gray, you have it. So yes. Go yes. right ahead. All right. So I, I picked one that... If you've been following the podcast for a while, you should not be surprised <laughs> in the slightest as I have gone on record saying I'm the sixth member of this group, which I do believe I am the sixth member of this group. But yeah, I picked Color Creation for this week, and this is all because they had a new song out called The Call. It officially is released on November 20th, but I wanted to, to talk about it because I, I just... I, absolutely love this song but before we get into that let's get into some of the background of the group so color creation did start in 2017 the group consists of kaz junpei takuya yuto and ryosuke and the goal of the group is to be the next generation of vocal groups with the simple premise of good songs good singing voice and good character the name of the group is to inspire such thoughts as beauty power and persuasive vocals and honestly I've, I've always felt like color creation really lives up to the mantra that they aim and strive for just their vocal skill and talent this is one of the things that i feel like best needs to be heard and experienced i i just the these guys just knock it out of the park they're just so talented and great and very young so they've got nice long careers ahead of them and I just absolutely fall in love with this group. They really, really made my my year, especially with First Palette coming out and now The Call, which I, I just, fantastic song. Just, you know, check out that song if you can. It, it's really good. It's more of their vocals and, and just really gripping performance. I, I just absolutely fell in love with the song. And yeah, uh, you can follow them on their main website and you can also follow them on Twitter. So if you want to check them out, you certainly can. Yeah. What did you guys think? I... So I really enjoyed the call. It's definitely a power ballad, which I did not expect. And their vocal skills are fantastic. Their harmonies. It just all comes together in that song and really makes for a solid 
power ballad, which you don't hear those too often. You hear ballads, but you don't hear a power ballad where you have where you have so many powerful vocalists in one group who all harmonize. No, exactly. This is gonna come straight from the episode that we first found out about them, and we all thought that both me and you, Luna, thought they were gonna be a generic boy group. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Their vocals surprised the hell out of us. And that's what makes them so, so great, honestly, in my opinion. And that's what we kind of need. The thing is, that that would, they're, they're too good. <laughs> they're, like, too upstanding. And I'm like, something is wrong. <laughs> I have no idea what, but something's wrong with this. They are. They have everything. They have really good vocals. They have a clean-cut image, which is good. I'm not saying uh, they yeah. have to be downright nasty for that for it to work but you know they have such a clean cut image i'm like there's something wrong here <laughs> no i i completely agree with you ken because this group is one of those groups that you you don't see very often that has amazing vocal skills i think they have good dancing skills as well i mean they do have that clean cut image that everyone wants so they're like the perfect boy band and it's kind of like you're expecting to find one little thing but you can't find that and you really don't know what to think in that way and color creation is that yeah they are a fantastic well-rounded boy band yeah exactly exactly so they are very very good at what they're perceiving of of their image and that's very very good so (laughs) Yeah, to put things in perspective, my my girlfriend who does not really listen to Japanese, she had never heard anything like that. Like I played a little bit of Color Creation for her, and she really liked it. So they're they're a really good band, just like solid in their vocal skills and talent, to where like people across language barriers and stuff like that can really appreciate just like the sheer power of their vocals and what they can really bring to the table. They're they're, they're so good. No, I I agree with that. Again, you know, um, I want to say I love, I still like Backstreet Boys. I used to love them back in the day, but they were one of those boy bands that had the dancing and singing skills. And I think Color Creation surpasses them in that aspect, especially singing skill-wise. Backstreet Boys were a group that I still enjoy, but Color Creation has that something except they have a way cleaner image than some of the members of Backstreet Boys. I feel like if you're really into the boy bands and want someone with powerful vocals, beautiful melodies, and also some great dance songs, Color Creation's a great well-rounded band to listen to, especially if that's your style. And I understand boy bands aren't for everyone. However, I still recommend checking them out for their vocal skills alone. And The Call, you really do hear that. Also, Blue Star is one of my other favorite songs. And I think Ken really likes that one as well. And that's the song that I play for my girlfriend. Yeah, and that is a fantastic song. And people and like your girlfriend's never been exposed to Japanese music and she enjoyed that. So I feel like they're a group that even people who aren't familiar with Japanese music will enjoy just listening to them. They're very pleasing to the ears. They have something that both East and West can enjoy. And if you're interested in their album their their brand new album first palette you can go to the site check out the review that i wrote for it which i gave it an outstanding review (laughs) but i i do think like they knocked it out of the park on their very first one (laughs) and ken's right (laughs) but you forgot the one thing the one thing that makes them so great every single song that they've done or release that they've done they pick a color yeah they do which hence color creation (laughs) they make creation beautiful music by picking the colors you know i could be their pr let me do that for them (laughs) that's some great pr right there is taking all those colors and mixing it together and making sure each color is coordinated i feel like that is what adds something extra to them as well and it brings that unique flavor to the group they're not just your typical boy band yeah that i will say i feel like the color they picked for the call is very interesting because it's black but yeah, it's definitely, definitely. I can't wait till they run out of primary colors and they stick to like fuchsia or something like that. I can't wait for those days. Fuchsia. Fuchsia. Hot pink. Hot pink. Lime green. Lime green. It's not rose. It's roseberry. <laughs> Electric blue. I like electric blue. What's wrong with that? Nothing. What about electric green? Oh my god, electric green is gorgeous. Neon pink. <laughs> oh no! Oof. They could just—they could just do like the neon album. 
They could. I can see that next instead of first palais, it'll be the neon. Yes, the neon. Neon, yes. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I want to thank you for that. They have been a blast to listen to, like more focusedly listening to them compared to what we have been. Because, you know, every single time that they've released on the Oricon, they've, they've made it on the Oricon every single release. Yeah. So I'm very happy to kind of take a look at that a little bit much more closer than I have been. So thank you for that. Yeah, you guys are welcome. And with that, let's go on to the Oricon here. Not much. <laughs> Not really, no. I want to say like three new songs. Four for you guys. Yeah. And first one up, it is the lovely Big Shot by Johnny's West. So I really, really enjoyed this one. It was a lot of fun. They had so much energy in the song. And yes, it was a little poppy, but it was a fun pop that made you get excited. You guys want to go play volleyball? Because that's what I wanted to do after listening to this. <laughs> yes. I wanted to play sports. Yes. Uh, volleyball, well, I don't, basketball, I don't know about volleyball, but... baseball. I mean, it really makes you want to get up and go. And I feel like it really has that celebration in it that gets you energized and pumped up. It's definitely a fun song. And I, I like that it's poppy. I would make that more of a compliment instead of a slap. Oh, no, I don't mean it as a, like a bad thing. Is Johnny's West, you know you're getting pop with them. Yeah. And but it's, it's I, good. It's it good. is. It's, good, it's a good poppy. Number. I can see why it was number one last week. Definitely. Yeah, it's a good it's, poppy. It's good. It gets you up and energized. And I feel like it's great for people who play sports or just need to get something to energize themselves. Yes, yes. And get excited. It's very Johnny's in, my, in that experience. For, for me, anyway, but, you know, Mr. Johnny Hater over here, that you've been loving all of the Junior stuff. For some strange reason, you've been loving all the Junior stuff, but hate all the older stuff. I wanted to see what you thought about this. Yeah, no, this is great. <laughs> this is great. Thought, so I thought, so I thought. <laughs> But yeah, Big Shot sold a lovely 12,460 points. And going on up once again is uh, Shukume by Official Higedondism. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, it's official. They're the Higedondism. Yeah, they are the Higedondism there. Yeah, you, you better think of something else to say because guess what? Oh, God. Yeah, they're on here a few times. <laughs> yeah, they're on here a few times. But Shukume, it's solid song. Can't say much more. Please shoot me. Yep. Excellent trumpet opening <clears throat> fanfare on that sucker. God. Just giving praise where it's due. It's like the <laughs> piano opening to the next song. I, I need to show you the trumpet from... They, they copied this trumpet off of somewhere. I, I need to find it and show it to you. Yeah. Now we can because you're here in front of me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be great. But yeah, Shukume this week sold a lovely 13,455 points. And going on up, it is Yesterday by Surprise. Official Higedondism. <laughs> woo woo! Again. Uh, not since the Beatles has Yesterday been this popular. <laughs> yeah. I can't say much more about that. No, none of us can. No, no, the piano work in this song is fantastic. This is, Agreed. This is the lead song for the album. So, so it's it's interesting that they, they pretty much quadrupled dip this week because yesterday's the lead song for the album the album probably made on the oricon for the weeklies also and they have three songs for the single spoiler alert there but we already know what is going to be number one <laughs> for them but yeah it's in, it's interesting that they pretty much quadruple dip i mean pony canyon pony canyon oh boy <laughs> so pony canyon's making that freaking money <laughs> they, they, they are making das bank <clears throat> You guys don't know Pony Canyon. They are the idol group. It's interesting nonetheless, but I'm kind of Pony Canyon hasn't had a big artist in a while. So Melody was under Pony Canyon and she's been gone for quite some time. And that's the last big artist I remember by Pony Canyon. I know they've released some anime in the U.S. It hasn't done this well. Um, but seeing them with Official Higedondism is a big deal because they're really bringing it in and they're really showcasing their talents with them. So I have a feeling Pony Canyon is very, very happy right now. Do you remember where Traveler was last week? Traveler? Yeah, for the weekly album. We can go into that afterward Yeah. and kind of look into it a little more. But anyways, yesterday sold 15,551 points and going on up, it's number seven, it's Umatoshika by Yunazu Kenshi. Can't, can't say anything more. Can't say anything no. more. You know what's really interesting that I do not see on this list? I'm young. I'm young. First time in a while, she dropped. So it's, it, uh, this is another debate we need to 
probably have eventually is because I think Aimeo just dropped. I think she's going to be three. I think so, too. I, I think I, in one and two is going to be tweet between uh, Yunusu Kenshi and Is it even a Shihige contest Dan at this point? Summer. I don't see yeah. how official Hige Don doesn't, doesn't take number one. I don't know, Yunusu. I mean, they're, they've been on the chart for weeks for mul- like multiple tracks. Yeah, but Yunusu Kenshi has the, remained a very steady in his range. But it's just the one. It's always just been the one song. They're triple dipping. They're triple dipping, yes. But, you know, Yunusu has only released, what, two tracks? That's true, too. They yes. only released two tracks compared to official Higedondism. Who's released three. Who released three in the past four months. Mm-hmm. Yunusu Kenshi been releasing digitally... And they've been doing very strong. Yes. So I have a feeling it's going to be a contest between those two. I think Aimeon is definitely going to be my solid three now. Yeah. Yeah. The year. But I mean, she's still hitting. She's, she's just not on it anymore. And this showcases who's going to be one and two. Yeah. It's it's sad to say, but, you know, we had high hopes for Aimeon for the beginning. She's of the still year. doing great for female she's artists. She's great. the top. Yeah. She's probably going to be the top for female artists. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Solo female artists, because we all know the idols is just going to. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 gonna, yeah that, 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 that. that's in its own field <laughs> yes. right there. But, you know, it's interesting to see just what happened over the course mm-hmm. of four to five months it's anything can happen that's so interesting that's why i love looking at these charts every week but you know yunezu kenshi with umetoshika once again sold a lovely eighteen thousand one hundred seventy six points and going on up is pretenders by official hedonism we've said enough we could said about the song we love it that's that <laughs> My words exactly. Moving on to number five. Moving on to number five. But yeah, you know, Pretender sold a lovely 22,994 points. And going on up, it is number five. It's Konani Tsukini Natchate Moi by Hinata Zaka 46. So, this is the first time we get to hear you vocally say what your opinions about this song is. Oh yeah, we heard mine. Yeah, well, I... I've been actually on the site. I've, I've actually already wrote my opinion on the song because I did the article for it when they dropped the music video. I I really love this song, especially this. I think this is their strongest song since their rebrand. I don't think it's my favorite song that they've done. No, it's actually my favorite song that they've done was back when they were still uh, Kiyakizaka Forty Six. But West West No, the Kanji Kiyakizaka Forty Six. Oh yeah. Yeah, I. But this song is absolutely fantastic. I do love the song. It is absolutely it is absolutely really good. It's a great showcase of their vocal work, their talents. Uh, the girls really knocked it out of the park. This one, my favorite song is "Sore Demo Aru Iteru." <laughs> That's my favorite one. But this is a good solid second. It's a fantastic song. Really liked it. Why did you like it? Like I, I just want to kind of get an aspect so people listeners know why it's good. I felt like the music was very catching and the vocal work in the in the song just really moved me and really yeah. No, I, I understand. That's kinda how I think we felt last week too. Also the the before. choreography in the in the music video was fan fantastic. It was. For once they I actually enjoyed their choreography because I didn't care for it in Kune. There this song was very emotionally connected. I feel like that's the other reason it brought something to it for me is the emotional feel to it. The vocals, like you said, and the composition were fantastic. So this made for a really, really good song. I'm glad it's actually still in the top ten because it really does deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I figured it hit number 1 because all other songs have hit number 1, but still I I was really happy that the song hit number 1. It was And you won't hear me say that much about idols. Uh, that much praise, so. But yeah, regardless, Konani Suki Natchate Ino, so they lovely 24,745 points. And next up, going on up, it's number four. It is Right Now by Empire. So. This was a song. <laughs> so I never wanted to be lit on fire more than I wanted to watch that music video. Yes. So I have some things to You're say. You're not about watching this. in a fire force. <laughs> I have some things to say about this song. So. I feel like this could have been a great song. However, the composition was a hot mess. This song did not know what it wanted to be. And their vocals were great. They had fantastic vocals. But the composition ruined the whole song. And that's what took everything away from me. I would have liked the song. But the whole composition, the music in the background, the whole time you're hearing it does not fit with any of their vocals, any of their lyrics. So you're so thrown off. And you don't know what to think. You just want everything to blow up in flames. Exactly. 
Exactly. And this is very rare for Scrambles of all people because we love Scrambles and all their yes. works that they have been doing yes, for I, all these yeah. all these idol groups. They fit very, very well, but mm-hmm. something felt off. I had no idea what they were going for except just die in a fire, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and you get that from the music video. Yeah, like... I I, th- I think like they were trying to go for like this chaotic feel and stuff like that, but chaotic is right. <laughs> More than chaotic. I think they, they over succeeded because like the with when the composition of the song really feels like it's all over the place. I will say like the chorus was the highlights. That for was me. the only thing that made sense, unfortunately. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like like there was like a m- musical cohesion there mm-hmm. where there is completely missing the rest of the time. Yeah, it, it was not right now. Is I stay away from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Regardless, you know, right now showed a lovely twenty five thousand five hundred ninety four points. Going on up once again, it is Yuake Made Shioku ga Nachtemo E by Nogizaka forty six. Great song. Still yeah, love it. This popped up randomly. Yep. Love it, love it, love it. Oh, yeah. Agreed. I never checked to see if that was on Apple Music. I need to download that. <laughs> and it tells you why we all liked it, because Gray goes to download it immediately. Yep. <laughs> I download all the Nogi Zaka 46 songs, whether I like it or not. <laughs> I still have to sing out on repeat. <laughs> never mind. We will disregard Gray's comment. <laughs> but it, me and Ken You're gave welcome, it the Ken. thumbs up, so it's okay. You're welcome, Ken. <laughs> Regardless, you know, it sold a lovely 31,499 points there. And going up, up, it's Rob the Frontier by Overworld. So, do you, okay, I'll start talking about this one. <laughs> Someone um, has to. I really do enjoy Overworld. So, I love D-Techno Life. I love Colors of the Heart. I I mean, a lot of their songs I have greatly enjoyed. I loved Eden because it took a different turn and it was very experimental, something different. However, Rob the Frontier did not catch me in any way. It did not pique my interest. I think part of it was, one, it was not catchy. Two, it also was very generic and it was something that you forget about after you hear it. You're like, what did I just listen to? Oh, I don't remember. Yes. So, there's nothing unique about it, nothing that drove that. The best part of that song was the saxophone near the end. The last five seconds was the best part (laughs) of the song. If they would have done that saxophone early on, I actually would have been way more intrigued. Yeah, or integrated it throughout the song, definitely. But they waited to the last five seconds when that's when it piqued my interest and it's over. So for this, I feel like it was very generic and a disappointment because we discussed how this was going to go after their last single and I loved Eaton. However, I didn't like that other song that I can't remember what it is shows you how this feels the same probably that was their last song yeah it feels the same for rob the frontier it's something i'm gonna forget actually i already forgot (laughs) yeah i'm actually having a hard time remembering how the song went right now it it was a rock song you only remember the saxophone (laughs) yes i always only remember the saxophone and that's the sad thing you don't want that in a song you want something you're gonna remember that's gonna stick with you and you're gonna want to listen to this isn't one of those songs unfortunately it did very well and i think that was part of seven deadly sins was the reason for that yep I mean, maybe it'll grow on you if you watch that show and watch the opening every time. However, the first listen... I need to get caught up. You know, it didn't really catch my ear as it wasn't... Didn't have something unique to it. You know, I still remember D-Techno Life and it wasn't just because of Bleach. It had a very unique emphasis on it because it used a little bit of screamo. It had some great guitar work. It had great vocals. You know, it went from hard to soft. I loved it. You know, you remember that song, but this is a song you don't remember what the hell you just listened to five seconds later except the second. I like Dodd Future. That's just me. (laughs) I loved Eden because that had a unique flavor to it. Yes, and I thought Eden was their way to go, and then Touch Off was just like, oh, okay, we experimented with that form, but maybe we're not ready yet. But this is just bland. Yes. Is this really all the numbers? This is a slow week for the music business. Well, we should check out albums after we see number one because you never know. But yeah, Rob the Future, uh, Frontier, not Rob the Future. I wish I could rob my future. <laughs> hey, future me, give me my money. <laughs> rob the Frontier sold a lovely 32,297 points. And going on up, it is Category Slash My Love by Only One. You know, we won't, we won't talk about Category. Let's just talk about My Love. <laughs> So, My Love was fantastic. It showcases only one... Uh, 
one and one. God dang, I cannot say their name. One, one and, and only. only's vocals very well. It also has a great beat that matches a composition that matches so well with their. Um, I'm trying to think. I want to say synchronizations, but that's not the right word. With their uh, harmonization, yes, their harmonizations. So it matches very well with that. It's a cute, fun song. That's why I like it. However, I am going to dive into category, even though I don't want to. So category <laughs> tried too hard. The vocals were very rough, and one and only had they have fantastic voices. I mean, they have great harmonizations. They actually have some good rap when it's done correctly. So it, it the category feels like they tried way too hard with their vocals and pushed them. So their vocals found it sounded very rough, like like they were trying to do hardcore rap, but could not just quite do it because their vocals didn't fit that. That was my issue. And it also was one of those, what you call pop and lock or those trying to be dance songs, but wasn't quite there. So in my, I feel like it tried way too hard. I liked the composition for it but their vocals did not match that composition to the way it should have if they wouldn't have been as rough with them and did a softer tone in their vocals and even softer rap it would have flowed very well but the way they went just didn't do it for me but i do agree my love really made up for that and it was fantastic along with they had they had five songs on the single in total and thanks to gray for mentioning you know (laughs) three out of those five were hits they were amazing yeah they're they're solid songs just just the two lottie dottie and category stay away from but the other three lottie dottie was um the last song in that single was so beautiful and i loved it so much yeah uh i mean i still recommend the single in general as it has some great harmonizations great compositions besides the category and la di da as those felt very forced um what did i don't know ken did you have a little bit of an opinion on this one as well they, they tried so hard to be bts with a lot of these songs and they're trying to force their hands so to speak and that's what i just do not like yeah especially category and la di da really forced it i did like don't worry because it was such a smooth relaxing beautiful song and it it just really showcased them and i'm sad that was actually the fifth song on the single because (laughs) they could have easily done my love don't worry instead of category and left category off oh yeah exactly exactly but you know what sells is being like bts but apparently it didn't sell that well this week (laughs) i mean they are number one they sold i mean it wasn't the numbers most would hope for for big singles even though it's number one but they can still claim they're a chart topper yes but i now i will say for me because if you listen to the last time they were number one i actually really really liked that song dark knight i love and that's mm-hmm. a heavy heavy rap song and, and they can do th- that they, they they can they can rap really really yes. well so I don't know what it was with the category because I agree with you, Luna. Like it felt like uh, really like a misfire. Yeah. In a lot of ways, like they were trying too hard because like there's almost no cadence, there's mm-hmm. no flow, there's yeah. almost nothing there in category that really is appealing. Yeah, it didn't flow and, with and the composition. Exactly, and I'm like, I know these guys can do better because mm-hmm. you know you listen to Dark Knight, and that was the thing that really, really made me love that song was mm-hmm. that song has good flow. It flows really great from one segment to the next and is very connective i love this i know you hated it but i love that song i was gonna say excuse me you're saying it wrong the title of it is the dark knight <laughs> <laughs> but so, rega- regardless I, I hate both those songs <laughs> yeah but yeah my love was great like i said you know three out of five it's not bad categories i i do think is a misfire but if you're really into bts you might like category very true some people might this might appeal to them i think their vocals and their rap could have been more them than more the generic music that's been being released lately i know they could do better because when you hear my love and you hear holiday you know you hear their other songs and they're so good so they have something that you know they can bring it and you want them to bring it so bad and you know they can rap. I mean, not nonetheless, this is still a very good single. I would say a three out of five, you know, as their three amazing songs versus <laughs> you know, the two that we didn't care for. Yeah, yeah. So I would I think this is a single definitely worth checking out. Three out of five out. stars. <laughs> yeah, this is a single that I, I would still check out because it's very well done besides two of the songs that we didn't care for. You might like them. They were in our style, but I still think it's a solid release. Regardless 
lowest category slash my love. So they lovely 40,702 points. And since we have some time, let's check over the albums real fast to see what the hell happened there. Oh, hey, that's the reason why. <laughs> that is the reason why. So, first off is Polka Dot Stingrays with their latest album. Eh, did decent on there, at least. Baby Metal Metal Galaxy, 17, Volume 3, Super Junior Volume 9. That's that's so weird. Oh, Super Junior's back. Oh, yes. Blackpink, I'm not surprised. Yeah, Sorry, I had to comment on that because I'm a hit or miss on Blackpink. I think they're... They tied. Well, oh... Oh, oh, wow. How do they determine that when they're the same number of points? How do they make one over the other when they're the same? Wait, they are six and six. Holy cow. There's two sixes. Sorry, I didn't realize there were two sixes. My eyes are yeah, behind this bat. Um, two sixes. Wow. How often do we see this? This is the first time that, well, hey, <laughs> first time for everything, I guess. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. Wow. Oh, man. I love me some Super Junior. Oh, I should have put Sorry, Sorry in my playlist. Sorry, mm. sorry, sorry. Nick and Nick and Nick and Jenna. Bajo, bajo. Sorry. Put that Chinese version, baby. Mm. Well, we're not supposed to talk about China, so I guess I should shut up. <laughs> you can talk about China. You can't talk about Hong Kong. I'm kind of curious <laughs> about the Blackpink one, just because I'm really hit or missing it. I love 21, and you know 21 was Blackjack, yo. Yeah. So, me for Blackpink, I feel like they're just 21 wannabes. Yeah. Um, but there are some songs I've liked by them. So I'm curious about Kill This Love, as it seemed to do very well so far. And then Spits with Mike is at number five. Uh-oh. Hoshin again, same thing at number four. Traveler bumped down to number three. Traveler still sold a lot of copies for being, you know, this far along in the weeks. Like, is this second or third week? And then uh, Kami Ong Ido Artiful by Mufu Mufu. And Toho and or Shinki with their new album, 15. Or <laughs> XV. XV. <laughs> oh, well... They're still killing it. I really want to say DBSK because that's what I call them, but I can't call them that anymore. Dong Bang Shinki? Yep. Yeah, Dong Bang Shinki. I always say DBSK because I got into them when when they were, you know, K-pop early on, and then they came to Japan and became Toho Shinki. So it's... It, so. it is 15XV. I'm not surprised they... Because this is the Japan debut 15 years ago nice they've been doing very well in the industry and we really liked their song hot hot this hot 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 which was a very good song for them um i'm really curious to hear their song hot sauce because that sounds like it could be kind of fun it sounds really good <laughs> but yeah you know two two albums char- charted the over a hundred thousand yeah so that's the reason why yeah. And I'm not surprised with DBSK at the lead because they are very renowned still in the Japanese music industry and they've really kicked it off for Korea big time in Japan. So I feel like a lot of Japanese, they have a lot of Japanese fans over there and that's a big deal. Okay. With that, you know, it's good to see you guys in person. It is. It's amazing to actually all hang out. And I wish if you guys lived closer, we all live closer because this is going to be really I, I sad when you go. I know expensive, but we, we, can't, we can't wait five years to do this again. <laughs> We're going to all have to switch off places, you know, although I at least, we you guys always have a home here because I have a spare bedroom and hopefully a second one in the future. So you're always welcome to stay here and hang out and... Although I don't think my... I'm landlocked, so it's a little more expensive to come to where I live. I'm landlocked-ish. No, you're not really... Oh, well, your city's landlocked, but your state isn't. No, my yeah, my state's not, but it's also a five-hour drive to the, to the uh, airport. Shoreline. So if a tsunami just comes out and takes me out, so... <laughs> yeah, see, you're not landlocked. You're sea-locked. I'm sea-locked. <laughs> I have... Well, I mean, what do we have? Tornadoes here? Yeah, we have Tornado Alley. That's a... And maybe earthquakes... Uh, we we have nothing. We have rain. Sometimes snow. That's literally it. <laughs> well, we're supposed to get a bad winter this here. The uh, winter, a really bad winter. So you guys are lucky. I didn't get married in winter, or you guys would be stuck here for who knows how long. Because when it snows, it snows. You and your husband are too mu- too much Halloween freaks to not get married in October. Very true. <laughs> I love horror movies. I love anything scary. So I couldn't pass up October. It wouldn't be winter, although he loves Christmas. But yeah, you know, it's good to do this in person. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, we actually can do a lot of liberties with it being in person compared to the lovely internet. And not that I, I knock our way of doing things. It's the way we chose. But it's much easier to do it in person. Oh, yeah. And it's more fun because we actually get to 
talk and interact with each other way more. And I think it's so much more fun, especially to see everyone's reactions when we're watching videos together. <laughs> we can't showcase our emotions like we all know if someone's not going to like something. I like that. I think I'm a fairly easy book to read. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you can find all our lovely things on our site at ongakadu.com. You can find us on the lovely, lovely Instagram at Twitter at ongakadu. You can find our two affiliates, Karyu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer who is... We're going to actually go see. I don't know if we're going to do an episode with him or not. I would love to do an episode. That would be dopes. I hope we can, but at least we'll get to see him. Yeah, we'll get to see him. Maybe I'll kidnap him then. Maybe do a stream or something. Yeah, show him that monkey butt. Oh, God. You already showed him. I want to show him more. Oh, I took three pictures. I want to show him more. So you guys don't know, I took him to our zoo. We have a free zoo, and it is actually really amazing. All the animals were out. They must have known. Gray and uh, Ken were in today. Ken were in. So we got a great show at the zoo. We didn't get to see the cheetahs. No, they were hiding. They weren't out. I'm a little disappointed. We didn't get to make it to big cat country either. Or all the African animals, such as the giraffes and the zebras and all that. And that elephant just did not like you, man. <laughs> yeah, there was an elephant I was trying to take a picture of from the front. I just wanted a picture of its face. And every time I tried to take a picture of its face, it would turn the opposite direction. Yep, showed the butt. I, I got a great shot of its, Rare. its hindquarters. I'm happy. I got to see all my lovely penguins, but... But yeah, you can find Koryu Hunter on twitch.tv slash Koryu Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also find him on Twitter at Kokusai Koryu, K-O-K-U-S-A-I-K-Y-O-R-Y-U. You can also find our other affiliate, TimberTaff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right, and you can find him at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-R-T-A-F-T. And you can also find him on Twitter at TimberTaff also. You can also find us on YouTube, where we post all our lovely, lovely episodes, like, rate, subscribe, hit that pound button, <laughs> ring the bell for all the notifications, all the things that the kids say. Yep, yep. Yep, indeed. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter at OTYKen1. You can find Renford on Twitter at RenfordD. And where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on Twitter at LunaMarie87. You can also find me on Instagram at NerdyCollectorLuna. Or you can follow me at Letterboxd or in my anime list at LunaMaria87. And you can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray where I tweet about what I've been listening to. And with that, I want to thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of OngakuDu. I'm your host, Ken. And, you know, this is the first time I'm going to say this. But bye. Aloha. I'm shaking these two right now. Bye, <laughs> I don't get to say that till Monday, though. No, that's true. Officially. Well, when this podcast is... Oh, my God. I cannot talk tonight. So when this podcast is over, it really will, I guess, be a Jamatane, which is really sad. That sounds the soul. You know, in person, not forever. Uh, (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. Bye. We will. Have a fantastic week, and we look forward to hearing from you guys. Bye-bye. Yay!